With school coming to a close, as well as everybody bustling about to prepare for summer, I have prepared a very special story indeed about a boy named Richter and his quest to find his friend. Uh, the inspiration for this episode comes from the Sandman book series by Neil Gaiman and from my dear friend who lives near. Just kidding, she actually lives 700 plus miles away from me. Anyways, I hope you enjoy this new episode. Richter hurried to pack his bags and grab his bike. He had left a thank you note to his parents for providing the money and extra pump for his tires. The sun was low in the sky and the dew was still on the grass. Yet Richter set off on his quest, determined to complete it. Ever since the fifth grade, when his friend had moved away to Texas, his friend had left a book for him to keep. But Richter had always felt the need to return that book, as he also wanted... To see his friend again. And so, after talking things over with his parents, they agreed to let Richter ride across the continent to visit. Richter smiled, going over his list of steps as he biked to the airport in his head. He crossed through the parking lot, grinding to a stop right outside the entrance, and hopping off his bike, Richter walked inside, checking the time on his phone. 6.30 p.m. Right on time. Richter fairly jogged inside, looking for the right booth. Finally, he spotted his target and dashed forward toward a booth with tickets to Texas. Out of breath, he stopped, gently laying his hand on the table. The worker, a nice, thin man named Gus, turned to meet him. Can I help you, sir? Richter smiled. Yes, you can. I'd like one ticket to Texas, please. Gus leaned down and printed out a ticket. That'll be $278, sir. Richter reached for his wallet and removed $300. Keep the change. Gus grinned, then handed the ticket over. Don't you have, you know, a parent or guardian around? Surely some kind of family. Richter shook his head. Nope, but I do have a permission slip. And to prove it, Richter pulled out a signed slip of paper. Gus went over everything and smiled. You really came prepared, didn't you? Richter nodded, as I always should. Richter bolted for the doors, handing the ticket to the bewildered guard. Running up to first class before anyone could notice him, Richter sat down, contented. He looked out the window just in time to see the plane taking off. And he sat down, contented. The sign above the doorway read, Now departing for Denton County, Texas. Richter got comfy in his cushy, cozy seat, turned off his Wi-Fi, and started watching some pre-recorded photos and videos to pass the time. He watched some Ed's World videos, a few movies, and even a nature documentary. But, as if time had simply no meaning here... Richter looked to see the sky black, the stars glittering like jewels in the night sky. Everyone was asleep and the lights were turned off. Richter, however, only smiled, pausing his movie and taking a snapshot of the clouded city far below. The next morning, Richter was awoken calmly by a person sitting across from him. Hey, pal, you awake? Richter sat up, dazed, and then straightened his hat up. Yeah? Why? The person, a little kid, grinned. Man, I thought you were dead. We're almost here. Richter smiled and then took out one of his 20 assorted Tootsie Pops. Have a treat, kid. The kid happily snacked on it, and Richter tried to make himself look fairly decent to the usual eye. The ping hit the runway with a bump, and Richter was jostled slightly. Still, he couldn't contain his excitement. Phase 1 was completed, and he had gotten a lot farther than he had planned. All he had to do now was go through Denton and reach his destination. Richter hopped out of his seat, grabbing his luggage, and he started for the exit, walking coolly down the tunnel and out into the fresh daylight. 
Richter twisted his lollipop from side to side in his mouth and walked out to the parking lot after checking out and ensuring that he was clear. He ran into a taxi not too far away and he instantly shot his tired arm into the air. He felt a bit of a spike as well as some tingling from sleeping on it, but it was otherwise fine. The taxi, thankfully, wheeled around toward him. The driver, a man buried beneath a bulky jacket, grinned when he saw Richter. What, you're not wearing any warm gear? Richter shook his head. Come from up north. It's a lot warmer down here. The driver, a man named Pete, laughed and motioned for Richter to get in. After Richter sat down, Pete leaned back. So, where to, your majesty? Richter didn't hesitate to recite from memory what his friend had told him. Providence Village, Texas. And if you get there within the hour, I'll throw in double the payment. Pete let out a low whistle. One hundred dollars. I don't call this the fastest cab in the south for nothing. Hang on tight. Richter braced himself as the car shot down the road. And uh, along the way, Richter turned on his Wi-Fi again and decided to snap photos of farms, trees, and fields that they passed. Richter turned on his favorite games at Soundtrack, Friday Night Fightin', and he continued to snap photos so that he could send them off to his family. Way up northeast. Pete felt the urge to lean back and ask, So I'm just dying to know, what's a kid like you doing hundreds of miles away from Pennsylvania by yourself? Richter pulled out the book. A graphic novel. A friend lent this book to me. I'm returning it to them. Pete laughed. Wow, some quest. I mean, I've never known any kid who's been able to drive out 700 plus miles in. Excuse me, sir, Richter said, but I didn't drive out here. Oh, sorry about that, Pete said. Almost forgot that you flew in. The taxi stopped, slowing to a crawl, as Richter turned around to find his destination before him. Here you are, kiddo. Providence Village, Texas. Richter checks his watch, but gave Pete $100 anyway. He stepped out, and even as the taxi rolled away, Richter started his journey into the town. He passed some people, pets, and plenty of restaurants along the way. But finally, Richter stopped, finding himself before a park, with long green sloping hills, a quiet stream, and lots of nice trees. Richter decided to walk around, and he casually walked around an adult and asked him a question. Excuse me, ma'am, a moment of your time. The woman turned around and smiled. Oh, hey there. Are you lost? Richter shook his head. Nope. I'm looking for a Miss Liana? Yes, that's right. Do you know anyone with that name? The woman sat for a moment, deep in thought, before answering. Liana. Wait. Yes, I do know somebody with that name. Head down that street there, then turn left and head down for five houses. She lives at the sixth. Richter nodded, his photographic memory in full swing at the moment. Thank you very much, madam. Richter, showing etiquette at all times, tipped his hat, bowed, and then ran off, following the directions closely. He stopped at the crosswalk, checking for cars, and then skipped past and continued onward. One, two, three, four, five. Richter stopped at the final house. Six. He walked up to the doorbell without hesitation, his heart thumping from excitement and sweat casually and slowly dripping it down his face. The door opened, and there in the doorway stood Liana's mother. Oh, wait, Richter? What are you doing all the way out here? Richter heard a yell from upstairs. Liana, he thought. What? The voice responded. And sure enough, Liana came down the stairs like a bullet from a gun and stopped mere inches from Richter's face. Hi, she breathed. Richter smiled through his mask. Hey, good to see you again, Liana. Richter held out the book. Got this back for you. Thought it was high time I returned it. Liana took the book and smiled. You, you really came all this way just to return this book? 
Leona laughed, and then it squeezed Richter until he couldn't breathe. I could care less about some leather and paper. I'm just glad you're here. Richter laughed softly and smiled. Same here, Lee. Same here. Leona took off her brightly colored hoodie and invited Richter in to catch up on everything new. After the invite slash hangout, Richter packed up his things, including his wallet and phone, and said his goodbyes. But not before Leona stopped him. I almost forgot. Richter turned around in the nick of time. Yeah? He asked. Leona handed him a snip of paper. Ever since we met online, I've been shocked at how honest you've been to me. I appreciate it a lot. Richter unfolded the note, and inside was Leona's phone number and email. He looked up, and before he could put on his mask again, Leona leaned over and gave him one last hug. Thanks for being an awesome friend. Richter's face grew bright red, but he smiled and waved all the same. He grabbed his bike, and against the setting sun, Richter biked back to the airport. A lovesick-ish kid. He stopped once again, booking a ticket for another $300, and sleeping the night away. Until bright and early, he biked back to his home, through the city, past the countryside, all through the day. He succeeded in his mission, or so he thought. You see, Richter was a man who loved to keep his promises. He was not exactly somebody that would let down others. That wasn't how he did things. No. He still kept his promise, and later, he called up Leona to talk about their plans for the summer and their podcasts on stories and fables. And all of this, need I remind you, dear readers, started with a single book. Sure, it was a graphic novel, but still, a book nonetheless. So remember, read books, kids. Keep your minds healthy, or Papa will be very big sad. And that's all for this episode. If you thought that was good, then again, feel free to let me know at osparks at gmail.com or osparks at hey.com, whichever one works for you. Anyways, I also wanted to say that uh, I will be going into some new scheduling over the summer. Um, I'd have to get into more details next episode. But... Until then, feel free to give me any suggestions or ideas, and adieu, all of those of you out there who are looking for something to keep from dying of boredom.